Welcome back, Tattle Potters. If you're listening today, then I guess that it's safe to say that we all survived our first of a Gatlin gunning of holidays with family. I hope that yours was enjoyable. Mostly enjoyable, not a big holiday person. But I did have a studio apartment full of some fellow apartment dwellers, one of who was my daughter and her spouse and a friend of mine, and like my children, have experienced for years my version of Thanksgiving, where I make the food that I actually like to eat, cavatappi and sauce, focaccia, garlic green beans, and then I did make a mini traditional Thanksgiving meal with one lucky chicken understudy who filled in for the role of or should I say the lead role of turkey? Because in my opinion, turkey stinks and it's not worth all the work. Um, as my brother says on Thanksgiving, you ask him before a turkey next Thursday? Okay, I'm making you a lasagna. So if you know me, well, you know. I haven't really received a full email lately as I'm assuming everybody is very busy with their holiday preparations. Good for you. Um, but I have had a lot of complaints, smaller complaints, and so we're going to use those and we're going to do what I'm going to call it, Tattle Pod Blitz, as I know you've been waiting a while for this next podcast. So prepare yourselves to identify with some of these situations that I've been asked my opinion about, and if you can't identify, well, lucky you, maybe you're so oblivious that you don't see it, or simply fortunate enough to have already lost all of your fucks to pass out to the world. First up, my mother said that I should have had a baby instead of getting a dog. She is afraid of my dog and squeals like a toddler every time my well-behaved dog comes close to her and then proceeds to call my dog over again only to squeal again and then file complaints about my canine ownership. Well, I hate to break the news to you, but I feel that this isn't news. Your mother is a dumb twat and needs punched in the face. Merry Christmas. If it had been me in your position, well, I would not have even gone to that gathering to begin with. Just because it's a holiday and you have a family invitation um, doesn't mean you have to go, nor does it mean you have to offer an excuse as to why you're not going. If you do not enjoy something, just don't do it. It's that fucking easy. Um, this could apply to a lot of things, so use it at your discretion. As I say, taking my advice, I am not accountable for the fallout. I just give advice. I don't know if it works in your life, and I don't know if it's good. It's pretty harsh, but I think it's fucking great advice. It sure has given me a lot of freedom in life. Then maybe next, if like after punching her in the face, no, don't punch her in the face. Um, and don't, no, you could call her a twat. Who cares? You know what? Maybe you chose to have a dog rather than having a human as a result of having a front row seat to her asinine parenting style. And fortunately, you did not receive the shallow end of the gene pool and were able to make an adult decision for your own life because you are not a dumb twat. So maybe the apple does actually fall far from the tree. And you should consider yourself lucky. Finally, maybe your mother needs a ball gag for Christmas if you choose to go to that occasion and a personality transplant. So on to our next sufferer of a familial ignoramus. That I think is a word I just made up, but I like it. And you can use it. It is not copyrighted. My in-laws asked us how things were going. And right now we are a little tight. So 
we answered the question honestly and appropriately. We are a little stressed and, you know, we just finished college and are waiting on employment, have some medical bills, and would like to maybe be able to consider having a baby but are having some infertility issues. And looks like we may not actually be able to conceive a child of our own. We just answered the question. We didn't ask for money and we did not ask for advice. And we were told to just think about how much more fortunate we are than the people in Africa. What year were your in-laws born? For fuck's sake, who says that? And um, that with our attitudes, we definitely weren't going to have a baby. Apparently, they need educated on what first of all, third world country is because not all of Africa is considered a third world country. South Africa is not. And second of all, uh, attitudes have nothing to do with making babies. Uh, Drunk attitudes do do seem to work better because I'm pretty sure that three out of five of mine, my attitude was about four Cabernets deep. And I mean, that worked great. But I'm sorry to hear that your future in-laws are completely intrusive and lack basic empathy. And like I said, it sounds like they need a little bit of education. I'm going to speculate that the person offering this advice and fake sympathy is just too damn selfish to offer up any assistance. If you are aware enough of somebody's situation and you can compare it to that of what you think a third world country is, then if you feel somebody you care about is living in a situation of such destitution, then you should extend your hand to help. And if you're not willing to help, then you shouldn't fucking offer any fucking useless, non-sympathetic advice and quit being a complete fuckwad. You would have gained more if they would have kept their cocksuckers shut. Let me guess, it was your father-in-law who said this too. I heard a new term, I think it was just this morning actually, for mansplaining called correctile dysfunction. I mean, where did he get his ovaries and uterus from? They need some education. They don't know what the fuck is going on. I wonder how your mother-in-law's attitude has been lately. If he's happy with her attitude. Maybe you should ask the next time you're together and offer up your own unsolicited advice. This is a zinger. At least I think so. I think it was pretty well written and funny. Recently, I went on some dates. Four with a local guy who I actually thought we had a connection. Every time we see each other or see one another, the attraction is blaringly obvious. I would go as far as to say that our first date was electric. He was such a gentleman and took me to some really fun places. I enjoyed it so much that I was even able to look past the fact that sitting in his vehicle was like sitting inside a bong. Maybe I was just secondhand high, and that is why it seemed so great. The next three dates were every bit as over the top, with words like, I don't know what I did to deserve you at this stage in my life. Am I crazy, or did we have some kind of unreal connection? Did you feel it too? The first night I saw you, I asked who you were, and now you're here with me. The dates were romantic, and he kissed me. I met his father. He took me to the place that he owns. He had planned a vacation for a couple of weeks and said that he wished he hadn't because he would miss me. But we're adults and we certainly can go on our own vacations. And like I said, we only dated four times. He texted me the first two days that he was gone and sent a couple of videos of himself enjoying music and 
I responded appropriately and then nothing more for like a week, only to come at me with an apology for not communicating because he wanted to unplug, which is fine with me. I am an adult and I wouldn't expect him to text me throughout his entire vacation, especially so early in the game. So I responded kindly again because I am not an asshole. Then nothing, not even a response to my reply. Like, thanks. Until Thanksgiving Day. Then I got another text message. Pardon me for not texting. I've been thinking about you a lot, beautiful lady. Which I then gave a kind response to, again, because I am not without manners. And like I said many times, it was only four dates. We weren't exactly walking down the aisle and... I don't enjoy being a rude bitch to people. It's now been three days and he is incapable of responding to my reply to his text like an adult who's now apologized twice for not communicating well. The thing is, is honestly, other than I felt a connection, he really isn't my usual type, not even to begin with, not in appearance, not in wealth, not in education, and Actually, absolutely nothing. And now, here I am, partially allowing myself to be taken on a ride by a narcissist of a magnitude I have yet to see matched. He even suggested that I follow him on social media. I assume so that I could be subjected to all of his videos of himself working out and exercising and without his clothes, most of his clothes on. I think this is attention-seeking behavior in that he wants to be chased. Well, fucker, I don't chase. I get chased. (laughs) You have the right attitude, lady. Advice, please. I only have a couple pieces of advice. I would change his number in your phone to do not answer. Don't just delete it. If you delete it, he could call you and then you won't recognize the number and you risk answering it. So label it do not answer and then block it. And then if it comes unblocked and that number calls, you still won't pick it up. I think I have about six people who are labeled do not answer in my phone. And guess what? We have never spoken again because when I see that come up, I know. I don't know who it is, but I know for sure I don't want to talk to them. And B, um, I know whatever they did to earn that status was unforgivable and that they are just damn stupid. I mean, you seem halfway intelligent. No, you seem intelligent. Unless you're like that bored. I mean, like, read a book, start a podcast, masturbate or something. For fuck's sake, don't waste your time on him. Yeah, he's a narcissist. He wants chased, and um, he's what I would say he was romance bombing you. You don't even think he's that fantastic, and you're not chasing him, and he's not appreciating that, and it's driving him crazy. So he's texting you and trying to string you along, and it's just not fucking working. So fuck him. No, don't fuck him. You know what I mean. Um, or since he isn't your usual type, and as you said, appearance or wealth, that's fucking great. You do know what you want, and good for you. But you could just let him dive on right into you, because you're so shallow, he's going to end up with a head injury. I had to say that. It's actually quite entertaining in my mind's eye, envisioning this narcissist trying to get you to chase him, and then just meeting a dead end every turn. You're probably hot, 
and you're probably a real prize. You're obviously confident, and that is what a narcissist likes. Someone to make them look good because they are usually just big, insecure babies. He just isn't getting what he wants, so he keeps trying because he really wants you to chase him. Stop wasting your time. It's a curtain call. Not worth it. So that is it for Tattlepod this week. It might be a couple of weeks until I start receiving emails again, but I will be back. Don't cry. I'm like a rash. You might want to cry. I'm like a rash from unprotected sex, um, like herpes or something. But email me at tattlepod at gmail.com or visit my really pathetic fucking website because I'm too lazy to work on it, tattlepod.com, and send me a tattle. Tell your friends to follow me. Tell your friends to listen to me. Follow me yourself. It's not just enough to listen to my bullshit. You need to follow it. Because that's how people know I'm out there. Thanks for supporting me. And I really am having fun doing this. So ciao for now. And remember, there is no shame in tattling to your mother.